If you're happy and you know it, do you show it? If you're happy and you know it, how do you show the world that you're happy? Have you informed your face? And it seems that happy is a kind of rah-rah motivational, almost a weird word for some people. But ultimately, if I ask you this question, do you want to be miserable, grumpy and have a terrible life? The answer is usually no, I want to be happy. If you set goals and I ask you the reason why you want to achieve that, a lot of people share with me, it's because I want to be happy. That will make me happy. So how do we put happiness into our life? How do we feel happy? And could it be a a physiological thing rather than a psychological because we always think about happiness in the brain but a happy brain comes from a physically strong physically fit body because the chemicals that change the way we feel uh, they get created at the rap- at the most rapid rate in the best way possible when we get puffed and when we lift heavy when we put intense activity through our body then our brain chemistry changes So that's the fitness and strength side. So if you want to feel happy, get puffed, lift heavy, or do a combination of both, and you'll automatically change your brain chemistry. But there's some wiring inside our brain that's a little bit harder to change. And having studied neuroscience now for a very long time, and just as a side note, the reason for that was my father died of Alzheimer's, uh, a rotting of the brain disease. And when he died, or when he was told that he was going to die, and he did, and I spoke to the neurosurgeons, why, does, why can't we fix the brain? Why can't we replace old brain cells? And the word is actually neurogenesis, which I, of course, didn't know. But that word now is common in common use because you can replace your old brain cells with new ones. You, neurogenesis is a creation of new brain cells. The other thing is neuroplasticity, which is a changing of the wiring of your brain. So if you can do both of those, surely you can drop off your lousy, stinking, rotten thought patterns and your bad habits and all the things that are holding you back from being happy and change the way you think and feel. But how do you do that? And it's a pretty simple process. But like anything, if you don't do it, it doesn't work. So you could say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. You might not have heard that because you might be too young. But people say, oh, it can't be that easy. But what if it was? What if it was the first step and you continued with that single easy step and you kept doing it and kept doing it? Is it possible that things would change? So I'll go back to the basics again. The first thing is get really fit and get really strong from puffing and overloading your muscles and bones. That overloads your central nervous system. That also overloads your endocrine system, which controls your emotions and your brain. So you can feel happy. That's an immediate change. But a change of thinking, a change of attitude, a change of uh, the way you look at the world, how do you do that? And that's just a change, an an absolute committed and uh, conscious change of what you say, even how you say it, and forcing yourself to say things and think things differently. And thoughts and words are the same, of course. We get to choose our words, but we also get to choose our thoughts. Isn't that exciting? Uh, I don't, I don't, every word that comes out of my mouth is a conscious thought pattern inside my brain and my thoughts are just words inside my brain, same as you. So we unfortunately, uh, most people have grown up in a pretty negative world. Most people are pretty negative and that doesn't come from me, that comes from the neuroscientists, the psychologists and psychiatrists who use examples like this. Even a weather report, we don't say that it's partly sunny. We say that it's partly cloudy. 
Every news report that you hear now uh, always has a negative or a dramatic or an, a, a, a negative adjective attached to it. So it's horrendous, it's scary, it's horrific. Uh, all the things that make your brain feel unsafe, uh, scared, nervous, anxious, and all of those things, of course, create patterns inside our brain. So because we get to choose our words, there's a, surely there's a logical connection there. If you're constantly listening to negative news stories, negative music, negative people talking, gossip and criticism, uh, everything on social media, and when I say everything, of course there's some gorgeous things on social media, but have you noticed that there are a lot of ugly things? And I'll, I'll use an interesting example. You might sing a beautiful song about something that's gorgeous and uplifting and positive and put it on social media. And it's very likely that you'll get a comment or lots of comments about how you can't sing or that's a stupid song or why you're even singing on social media. So even if you do something positive, you can still get negative responses and negative people talking, gossiping, criticizing, pulling you down. So that seems to be the way the world's going, down, spiraling downward, spiraling negatively. But you don't have to do that, isn't that exciting? Every time you hear something negative, you can either choose to take that on board, because that's a conscious thing. If you block your ears, you don't listen, or you don't put that stuff into your life, you actually don't have to have it in your life. So as I share with much passion and enthusiasm, I haven't listened to the radio I'm going to say 30 years now. I just, even when the when I go, for example, get into a rental car and somebody's left the radio on, it annoys me because I don't want to listen to somebody else's music choices and I don't want to listen to somebody else's stuff because what if it's negative stuff? And I have noticed because I've lived on the planet a very long time that the radio uh, progressively got more negative and more negative and more negative. So I stopped listening to it many decades ago. The news is the same. When you're as old as me, you'll remember the news is half an hour, six o'clock at night, literally only 30 minutes. It was usually a person dressed in a suit and they would just report what happened. Today it rained, there was a car accident, there was a tornado, there was a bushfire, somebody robbed a bank. Without any adjectives, without any dramatic words attached. But now if you listen to the news, the words are very, very negative and designed to be negative in their defense because you know, it seems that the human race doesn't want to listen to positive. If the news was all happy, 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 positive stories, people just don't listen, isn't that interesting? But if you want to be happy, is it possible that you can choose to be because you choose your words, you choose your thoughts, those two control your actions, which then control your results and your consequences. So how do you change your brain or the neuroplasticity, the connections in your brain, the wiring in your brain? The neuroscientists suggest it's pretty simple. Because you've been thinking a certain way for probably a very long time, and you live in a world where negativity is quite common, you just have to replace every negative thing that you hear not just with one positive thing, but depending on which neuroscientist or psychologist, psychiatrist you talk to, they will suggest somewhere between seven to nine positives. So every negative you hear, just in your own brain, come up with a positive for it. Now, a lot of people share with me, but Robbie, there's so many negative things, how can you turn those into a positive? And I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. For example, people say that it's partly cloudy. Well, for me, partly cloudy means it could possibly rain, could possibly snow, and free water out of the sky, rain, see that change of words? 
Every time somebody says to me it's going to rain, I always say free water out of the sky. Because if we don't get free water out of the sky, we're going to have some challenges. So I'm really thankful for free water out of the sky because it means that the garden gets watered, we can have a shower, we can wash our clothes, we can wash our dishes, we can wash the car. We need to have water. The human body, if it doesn't have water, it dies. So instead of complaining about the rain, and if you ever hear somebody complain about the rain, you could just change that into a positive and come up with, Seven to nine positives. Now, 11, 13, 15 doesn't matter. The reason for the uneven numbers, of course, is that the brain seems to work more uh, normally, more in a comfort zone in uh, even numbers. So when you start talking in uneven numbers, in, in different, different to what your brain's used to, it tends to remember. So if somebody says it's raining, come up with seven to nine reasons why it's awesome that free water's coming out of the sky. Another one that's really interesting because I'm a personal exercise coach, I'm an educator and I have a, a fitness business college, that, and I hear, well, I have students in over, over, depending on which day, anywhere between 15 to 20 countries, people talk to me regularly about how they don't like their body. I wish I could lose weight or I wish I had bigger muscles or I wish I was fitter or I wish I was stronger. They, If you wish for something and you don't have it and you're talking negatively about it, it could put negative thoughts into your brain. So if you say to, say to yourself, I'm fat, you chose that word, your brain now has to agree with you. So your conscious brain says, I'm fat. And then your subconscious brain, which all it can do is agree with your conscious brain and give you every reason why what you said is true. So now every file in your brain that contains the word fat will be fed back into your conscious brain. And of course, now you're going to have this phenomenon called the fat day. Let's switch that around a little bit. Even if you are fat, I'm going to say it, I'm fat. Well, isn't that awesome? Because if you are fat, it means that you've had a choice about what you can eat. You've had a choice to eat as much as you want to. And there's countries in the world where people would like to be overweight and they can't because they haven't got enough food to eat. So rather than having a negative headspace about being overweight or out of shape or unfit or unhealthy or fat... Isn't it awesome that you get to change that if you want to? You don't have to, but if you want to, you can. And if you talk positively about the shape of your body rather than negatively, is it possible that you probably make positive, or it's more likely you'll make positive changes than if you keep calling yourself fat or out of shape or unfit or weak or frail. Being uh, weak and frail, the positive to that is that you don't have to be. Isn't it awesome that even though I'm weak, even though I'm unfit, even though I'm out of shape, I don't have to do very much to change that. I've just got to get puffed on a regular basis, 10 seconds phosphate system, and that's that why you need to be fit and strong because all of that changes. So whatever negative situation you're in, it can become positive if you choose it to be, and to me that is a positive. Uh, negative, nasty people, we often complain about those, those delightful people that come into our life to help us grow, to get stronger and tougher and wiser. And that's how I look at gossips and critics and nasty people and thieves and, and people that do horrible things. I really appreciate them. I don't complain about them. I don't whinge about them. I don't moan about them because I can't change other people. And there's a quick thing to consider. 
Change the things you can and accept the things that you can't change, but what you can change is how you react or respond to what happens to you. And isn't it awesome that you can respond with positivity rather than negativity? So if somebody lies to me or steals from me or cheats from cheats on me or says nasty things about me or criticizes me or pulls me down, and they do that, and of course they do, and they'll do that to you too or somebody that you know, that's just humans. But I love that. I appreciate that. I'm thankful for it, and I turn it into a positive. I'm really excited about it because that person's now revealed who they are, so now I know who they are. I'm excited about it because I don't want to be that person, and how would I know what a beautiful, gorgeous, delightful, respectful person was if I didn't have horrible, nasty, negative people in my life? So every negative thing can get turned into a positive if you choose it to. Uh, Just recently, I've had a lot of conversations with people about inflation, interest rates, mortgages and bank loans uh, and money. Well, again, I'm an old lady. I've lived on the planet a really long time. And if you've got a home loan or a bank loan or a student loan at 2%, 3%, 5%, even 7%, any of those numbers, anything under 10 uh, I think that's awesome. I've lived in a, in a world where interest rates, well, the first property I bought, I think the, the interest rate was 18%. I've lived on the planet when interest rates have been 25 and 28%. Uh, interest rates and inflation are going to change. They're going to go up and down. They're a bit like the tide, a bit like day and night. They go up and down, they change. So if you live your life in a world where you expect interest rates to be 25% or you expect inflation to be high, or you expect the economy to be in recession, uh, then everything after that's a bonus. And this is where I get really excited. So somebody says to me, oh, my interest rates went from 3% to 6%. Well, I think 6% is awesome because I've lived with 25 and 28. So six to me is like, wow. Then if they go down to three or two, now you've got an opportunity to invest some money that you didn't expect to have into your future so that you can be financially free. Most people aim to get a low low mortgage or low interest rate on a loan and then when it goes up there's no spare money because they're living at 3% rather than the 6 or the 10%. So I'm sharing with you again that that every negative that happens in the world you can turn it into a positive. Uh, Bushfires, I, I was brought up in Australia where every year pretty much there were massive bushfires every year somewhere in Australia. Well, anybody who's lived on the planet a very long time, and particularly the people that have lived in Australia for a very long time, the Aborigines Aborigines will tell us that it's really good when there's a bushfire because it burns out the undergrowth and it helps the animals to uh, create better places to live. It helps the the bush grow uh, even more effectively. Now, it's not nice if your house gets burnt down in a bushfire, bushfire, I get that, but that's what insurance is for. Or don't build your house in the bush, because if you live in Australia and you build a house in the bush, it's likely it's going to get burnt down by a bushfire. Uh, and then to be surprised by that is kind of a, a little bit silly, because that's just what happens. If you build a house on a floodplain, it's going to get flooded. So perhaps plan for that so that when it happens, it's not a negative. It's just, well, I was expecting that to happen. That's what I've got insurance for, or that's why we built our house at the bottom made of concrete, for example, rather than wood that could rot. So there's a whole heap of things you can do expecting negative things to happen, but turning them into a positive. Uh, A really interesting one is uh, the cities that have been damaged by fire, by floods, by earthquakes, by tornadoes, where things have been completely destroyed. 
often those cities build back better, that those horrible experiences get rid of the old buildings or the graffitied buildings or just the horrible things that were in the city. Now, it's not nice while it's happening, but there's this great expression which I use on a regular basis, this too shall pass. And again, having lived on the planet for a really long time, doesn't matter what's happening at the moment, this too shall pass. If it's daytime, remember it, nighttime will come. If it's summer, there's going to be a winter. If it's cold, there's going to be a hot. If there's negative, there's going to be a positive. And that's just a beautiful thing called life. Now, so there's some things that we can't change, but could we learn and grow and become better and stronger and wiser because of the things that we can't change? And even if we can't change them, could we turn them into a positive rather than constantly thinking negative? If you want to be happy, you have to rewire your brain to the happy, happy wiring. It doesn't happen by itself. You can't expect to put in negative music, negative talk, negative people, negative news stories and have a happy day. You can't expect to wake up in the morning and say, I feel fat, I feel disgusting, I feel tired, I feel terrible and expect to have a great day. You can't be nasty and negative and horrible to people and expect to have great... Now, this all sounds like common sense. But common sense apparently is not something that grows in most people's gardens. I have heard that expression before. I would like to be the optimist to think that common sense, the thing that makes sense to most people, is that we get to choose. We don't have to be miserable. And that's what Romax is all about every day. Be healthy, fit and strong. Have a career or business that you love. Be financially free and have great people in your life. And all of those are a choice. We get to choose to be healthy, fit and strong. We don't have to be weak, frail, unfit and feel disgusting. We don't have to be in a lousy, stinking, rotten job. We get to choose where we work, what we do to earn money. Isn't that awesome? We get to choose what we do with our money so you can be financially free and we get to choose who we have in our life. Now, our inner circle is our choice. There are some people that come into our life that are negative and nasty and horrible and criticise and gossip and they're yuck, but we can learn and grow from them. Isn't that awesome? So I get accused on a really regular basis. This is the ultimate compliment for me. When it's delivered to me, it's not usually a compliment. That bloody Rowie, she's fake happy. She's ridiculously happy. She's too optimistic. Life can't be that good all the time. She's just a silly, funny, happy old lady that's, that's full of shit. I get that on a regular basis. Well, I'm a happy person, and the thing that I love about that compliment, because to me I take it as a compliment, I'm grateful that I live my life like that. People are observing that thinking it's fake, but that's how I live my life. What I think is a little bit sad is that the people who say those things about me, they really don't know that it is possible to be happy every single day, which makes me appreciate my life even more. So even though they're nasty and horrible, I turn it into a positive and I'm really thankful for it. You can do the same. Isn't that awesome? You can turn every negative into a positive. Everything that's been tough and hard and horrible has always made us stronger if we choose it to. Every ter terrible experience helps us become tougher, stronger, wiser, better if we choose it to. So that's why I'm thankful for them. Every terrible thing that's ever happened, every horrible person, every awful experience, I'm really grateful for them because if they didn't happen, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Now I get to choose the person I am now and so do you. So, as I always share, I wish you could sing like I do every day. I feel good. No, 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 no. I knew that I would now. 
And if you're happy and you know it, please inform your face. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, make sure you are smiling. If you're happy and you know it, please inform your face. If you're happy and you know it, then you really ought to show it. If you're happy and you know it, be happy! Woo!